0: Hello everybody this is Ian Moore and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones.
1: a special bonus episode of Radio 8 Ball. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and this is the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. Last week, the answer to Ian Moore's question came from Paul Plagans, and since Paul is dead and would appreciate that morbid pun... I'm still trying to figure out who to have on as a guest to discuss the reading featuring his song. I'm working on it. Um, Thank you for your patience. In the meantime, so as not to leave you yearning for musical divinations, I've decided to dig into the Radio 8 Vault and let you hear the complete hour of one of two Paul Plagan's appearances on Radio 8 Ball, this one from October 25th, 2005. Please forgive the authentic-to-its-era sound quality. This show was recorded on cassette and then transferred to digital, so it has that 20th century sound.
2: Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball. The Pop Oracle here on KAOS 89.3 FM where we answer your questions by picking songs at random and playing those songs to the answer to your questions. During the first hour, we do that with CDs where we ask you to call in and we answer the questions that you ask by picking CDs at random, putting them in the CD player and pressing shuffle function. But in the second hour, especially when we have a live guest, Probably the only one we have a live guest. We ask that live guest to come in with a list of eight songs, numbered one through eight. And then when you call in and ask a question, we ask you to ask the question and then pick a number between one and eight. And the artist plays that song. And tonight, that artist is none other than a man we like to call Paul Plagans. Paul, welcome to Radio 8 Ball.
3: Thank
2: you, Andras. I put the mic a little closer to your face, or maybe turn him That's up it. a little. All right, here I am. That's a little better. So, Paul. Yes. It's had quite a long drive to get here from Los Angeles, right? You're from Los Angeles.
3: Well, it's been two and a half years that I've been here now, so. That
2: was a tour that, that I, uh, I, never just ran aground? and
3: <laughs> Yeah, basically.
2: The sirens of Olympia?
3: I think I'm an Olympian now.
2: We th- a lot of people think you're an Olympian I mean, no. if that's
3: okay with you, you're, yes.
2: It's okay. Yes, we have plenty of Olympians like you. Come in for the good times.
3: But, you know, you can take the boy out of Hollywood, but you can't take the Hollywood out of the boy, you know? I, I know.
2: Believe me. me you know. I've, I have pre- pre- plenty of Hollywood friends who I, I would say uh, that's that's true of. Even swimming, you can't get the Hollywood boys out of. <laughs> anyway, um, so Paul. Yes. You're here on Radio Eight Ball. The number is eight six seven five two six seven three six zero eight six seven kars People are going to be calling in and asking questions. How do you feel about that?
3: Um, I think it's great. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be. It is. I'm I'm hoping to, you know, supply some interesting answers. Yeah? Yes.
2: I get a question if we don't have another co- a question from another caller, but I've already asked two, so and then one caller asked a question about my question. So I've had like three. But if we don't have a caller at 8675267360867KOS, I do have a question for you, Paul. Okay. So <clears throat>
3: Are you going to wait and see if the phones light
2: up here? No, I'm, I'm just preparing to ask it. My question for you... Uh-huh. And it's not my question for you, Paul, although it does involve you.
4: Hmm.
2: Do kind of know what I'm about to ask? No. <laughs> I'm wondering if, uh, if I'm going to manage to uh, snake my way onto the... Uh, ah. Paul Plagin's McCartney Express. Right. The... Paul Plaken's by way of Rusty by way of McCartney Express
3: right. on
2: Thursday November 3rd mm-hmm. uh, will I actually will I be in the elite group that sorties back to meet Sir Paul just to say do I get backstage at the Paul McCartney show and I would like to play song number three
3: okay uh, I hear music Now it's gone. Okay. Do you want me to tell you the name of the song or just bust into it? Just bust into it. Okay. Here we go.
5: It's great that you're still with us. Still turning around, so pick off dancing shoes and let's cut loose those blues. What's pain and what's forgiveness? It's all fun with broken glass. With broken glass. Broken
2: Glass And the name of that song, Sir Paul? Fun with Broken Glass. Fun with Broken Glass. And that was the answer to my question when I managed to get backstage with all the Pauls. Uh, I should... Yeah. And so... um, So what do you think? Well... I'll give, yeah, I'll give you my interpretation first. Uh ba- well I like the you know, the the f- first line, it's great that you're still with us. Mhm. Uh made me think, oh, you know, that sort of uh for a second it might seem like I wasn't and then I would be. Right. You know? Um you know, but it did definitely sound like, you know, there would my uh that in order to to get there my faith would be tested. My faith would be tested. There would be difficult. There would be some difficulty.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Have to be willing to to have some fun with with a broken glass. With right. Know. So,
3: uh, so what did you think,
0: Paul? Hmm.
3: I don't know. I mean, I think in general the song has a fairly optimistic tone to it. Optimistic while damaged at the same time is the idea, it's sort of about um, having fun with what you what you got or what's left. Um, so I think it's pretty inclusive in that way. I mean, I think it, it, it actually sounds it's good for you. Yeah? Yes, that's good and, to know. And, and I agree with what you said about the first line. I mean, right there, it's inclusive. Yeah. You're still with us.
2: Yeah. Cool. Well, that's how Radio 8-Ball works. Here on the Polio 8-Ball. Not to be confused with the Polio 8-Ball which is no fun. Uh, yes, we're here with Paul Plagans on the Radio 8 Ball. The number is eight six It's been a strangely slow night. It makes me think that we are in a ghost town. Olympia. The ghost town. But this isn't Olympia, really, because Radio 8 Ball broadcasts to the whole world via the Internet, so... I don't know why people aren't calling in yet, but I'm sure they will be once they realize that their window of opportunity to commune with the Oracle, as represented by the music of Paul Plagans, is swiftly closing. And we'll get like 12 calls in the last five minutes, people all wanting to get their questions answered, and I'll say to them, ha, ha, ha. You missed your chance when it was there, and now is your chance to call eight six seven five two six seven three six zero eight six seven kaos and ask your question. So, Paul, hmm, you were you were on Radio Eight Ball once before by yourself or just with Scott?
3: No, I, I've never been on Radio Eight Ball.
2: You've never been on Radio Eight Ball.
3: I've I've been on Chaos.
2: Yes, many times. In general free things are cool, probably.
3: Yes. Yes. And I think maybe the Shrug...
2: shrug uh, Shrugfest.
3: Shrugfest.
2: Yeah. Ever been on Jenny Jenkins' Boo?
3: No. No? But that sounds fun. Oh, yeah. It is fun. Because it's with Jenny Jenkins. Yes. Do you yeah. have a question, Tammy? Or are you already asked?
2: So, Tammy is like, uh, like Prince in the studio there. She doesn't want you to address her. Mm. Don't even look at her. What's that noise? That buzzing sound? That's Tammy buzzing you, saying,
6: "I can't speak even if I am aggressive because my microphone buzzes when I
2: turn it on." Oh, I will we'll have to figure so that I'm out.
6: I'm going to get this back
2: to Paul. Mm. I'll have to figure that out. Anyway, so um, well, Paul.
3: Maybe Merwin has
2: a question. No, it's no, okay. We'll we'll get a question, and I mean, okay. don't we don't want to force it, force anyone in the second hour. We have the option of actually having a discussion. And Paul, I know you have a lot of a lot of big ideas about a lot of things. Yeah. What's the What's the latest controversy on the Opium list? <laughs>
5: um.
3: Yeah. I, you know, I, I try to stay out of those things these days. I can't remember what the latest one. What's was.
2: the last one that you got
3: embroiled in? That the, you had a a burr up your. But about that, I had to throw my two cents in. Yeah, um, I can't. Uh, I can't remember. Actually, what the last one would be about. It's been. It's been fairly, um, you know, not uh, uncontroversial, not traumatic. Yeah. These days. Well. Yes. I think the last thing I did was just. Oh, no, yes, no, it's true. I think I did offend someone which I, I like to do sometimes, you know, on opium because i had a little rant going about being an atheist, and uh, yeah, someone didn't like that.
2: rant be- being you were ranting against atheists no, you were ranting about being an atheist, yes, and what was it what was it that you said that offended people
3: um I think I just—I think at the moment I was just uh, sort of upset of the, you know, evangelical Christian. You
2: can't diagram. hear my
6: voice.
2: Wait, hold on. We have a caller, but let's ah. finish. Well, wait, let's finish what you were saying. You,
3: I'm just, in general, not happy with the direction, of, you know, the country with the, you know, evangelical Christians sort of seem like they're running anything. And 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 I know lots of people of faith complain that they're. Um, um, not uh,
2: they're misrepresented
3: they're misrepresented yes and ignored and and uh, and um, I feel that way kind of about being an atheist I feel like that's more the thing you bring that up and people are like ooh you know so um, okay well let's, let's see what this caller
2: to. caller hello are you there are they there did we lose them yeah okay well try calling back caller, if, uh, if you wanted to ask your question for the Radio 8 ball. Um, so you've been piss- pissing off the Christians on the opium list, the the fundamentalists.
3: I don't think there's many of those on the list, but I, I think I did offend someone,
2: yes. Someone who, you didn't say anything like, you know, people who believe in God are sissies.
3: No, not at all. Nothing and, like and, that. And even when I use the word atheist, I, I you know kind of agnostic more just you just
2: say atheist like piss people off uh sure you're like one of those people who says you know says audacious things like I hate the Beatles just Uh, to see just get a rise out of people
3: no Scott Taylor says that um yes but I I know what you're talking about that sort of uh that prickliness and I can't deny that I have some of it you know
2: (laughs) you certainly can't (laughs) deny deny it in this company
3: that's right any you,
2: more than I can... You and
3: I, we go way back. Right. Yes. You're a man of many opinions.
2: I am I'm well. a man of multiple prickles. Um, yeah. And, and no stranger to controversy. And now we do have a caller, and let's bring them on the air. Hello, caller. You're Hello. on the
4: air. Oh. Hello.
2: Hello. What's, um, your, what's your handle? This is Timmy. Timmy. Okay, Hi. Timmy. Do you have a question for the Radio 8 ball? Yes, I do. Okay. Where are you calling from? Oh, yeah. Okay. So what's your question?
4: My question is, will this um, program that a friend of mine wants to start that helps people on um, meth get off of meth, but by using medicinal marijuana, will they be um, in, like, a hotline where they can call up and such, will that make success?
2: Okay. And would you pick a number between 1 and 8 that is not 3? Oh, 2. Okay. Now Paul Plagans is going to play his song number two on his list, and then when he comes back, we can help you uh, when the song's over, we'll come back and help you figure out the answer, okay? Okay, thank you. Stay on the line.
3: Okay, here we go.
5: Someday Your the ceiling, with my eyes bulging out, you'll scream. so bad. You'll regret all the mean, awful things you said about me. You'll forget what I Dealing and breaking your heart When I buy the farm We can finally make a new start giving the songs
2: of the down Interesting. The name of that song was what, Paul? Wonderful Dead Guy. Wonderful Dead Guy. And oh. that was the answer to the question about the program to use med- medical marijuana to get people off of meth. And um, what was your handle again, Carl? This is Timmy. Timmy. So, um... so Hello? Th- these guys are having a good time. So, what, <laughs> Paul, you, yeah. you, you wrote the song. What, you, what did it make you think, as far as that question? And, and we try and answer the question, really, from the standpoint of, like, what it would mean to us if we were asking that question,
3: more than trying to tell them what it means to them, because we don't know. Right. Um, well, whoever that other was on the phone there, the other guy, it is true. Uh, what he said, that rings true to a certain extent because, you know, when, that's what the song's about. When you're dead, all is cured. You know, all, all the pain is gone and all the problems and everything and whatever the disease might be. But, um, it, it doesn't look good. Just the idea of wonderful dead guy and something being dead in the water to me. Um, so, I don't know. I, I'm not, sh- I'm not, I'm not sure. To me, I'm not sure if the idea of, medical marijuana to uh help uh, cure methamphetamine use is necessarily a good idea it seems the best thing for to cure methamphetamine use is to not use anything at all would be my take
2: yeah and uh yeah i guess yeah and i did there there definitely did seem to be something um you know it was like the death card you know mm-hmm. it, was, it was like the death card right yeah you, are you there
0: yeah, can I, I, my friend Tim, was also, I want to comment again on, on what he just said there. Um, I have testimonial friends who have gotten off of um, meth by using marijuana because the meth, the, the marijuana curbs their addiction while they're coming down off of using um, meth. Sometimes if they smoke a bowl while they have an idea of thinking of using meth, they might smoke that marijuana and forget of using it. And also when they're going through the pain and suffering of coming down, marijuana copes that pain and suffering at the same time. Also allow them to eat to get nourishment that their body has lost from the actual meth.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't
0: understand why it wouldn't work.
3: Well, I, w- I would say that I think using marijuana in, instead of using meth is a go- is a better thing, absolutely. But then you wouldn't want to... Um, be dependent on the marijuana as well. Well, uh,
0: marijuana is an actual natural herb. Meth is not. Um, they don't have any anything for people who are coming down off of meth. The only thing they have them is programs and 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 people that someone don't give a half ass about them. Yeah, you there? Come
2: here. Yeah. Um, well. Obviously, there's. I mean, the 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 show is more about asking the questions. You know, the 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 answer you get from the from oh, okay. the, from the yeah, right. But just, I appreciate you know, the debate. Ms. We're Ms. going Ms. off on
3: it. Yeah, we're having
0: a little yeah. miracle I mean, medical miracle debate. Yeah, I mean, it's all good. You know, we understand it's all good. But you know, when when life has always allowed something that has positive um, 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 to it, they 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 outcast it if it's not positive. They don't really outcast it. they, they just put a. Uh, a certain limitation
3: on it right. right i know lots of people though unfortunately whose lives are are, are, are um have been pretty well destroyed by right. marijuana it's
0: well like how possible. how they get destroyed by marijuana um
3: i it, do we really want to go into this conversation Actually, now? On on another time but we, I'm, gonna,
0: I'm gonna sign off with this one um as far as the guy who's doing music, very lovely job on the music because the music comes from the soul. Thank you. And him, being a, and him being saying that he might be an atheist, I'm sorry that he has to walk around life knowing that there's no place to go. When there is a guy who walked this earth showing him that there is a place to go if he believes. So I, I, feel, I feel sad for him on that, but I love his music. I'll talk oh. to you later.
3: Thank you very much. Well, thank you for the sentiment. It's, it's a nice one. And. Uh,
6: Hello?
2: You're listening to Radio 8 Ball, and it looks like we have a caller. Hello, caller. Uh, Hi. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. What is your handle?
6: Uh, Rocky.
2: Rocky. Well, Rocky, where are you calling from? Um, am
6: calling from
2: Olympia. And what is your question for the Radio 8 Ball?
6: My question is Will the Cooper Point Journal ever stop sucking? <laughs>
2: Okay, and would you turn uh, when you when when we come back and help you answer the question? You got to turn your stereo down because we're getting a little bit of a feedback. Uh, that, okay. Th- that was songs number two and six, right? I mean, th- two and three. Sorry, that have been picked. So, would you pick a number between one and eight that is neither two nor three? As far as How your... about seven. Seven, seven is the answer to the question. When will this Cooper Point Journal stop sucking?
6: Yeah,
2: From, or will it? Or will it? And this is the, this is Rocky's question. So here comes your answer when it's over. We'll come back and help you figure out what it means. Okay,
3: here we go.
5: Honey, do you remember how you told me that you wanted me, you kissed me? And you dissed me and left with my heart in your hand. too but let's hear some pleading and we'll see what we can do sweetheart it's so pathetic now to see you on your knees while i'm debating or just waiting
2: In hand, and that was the answer to, to Rocky's question: Will the Cooper Point Journal ever stop sucking? <laughs> Rocky, you there? Yep. So uh, turn down your radio, please. Turn on
6: the radio. Okay. Uh, oh, is it down enough now?
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay, and so uh, would you like to give us your interpretation, or should we give you ours first and then let you go?
6: Um, next? like it'll continue to suck most yeah. likely and be a pathetic newspaper
2: uh is I'm curious about what makes why you know what it would, in particular part you think is the you know the part that's particularly sucking bad for you right now
6: um okay um do you want to give your interpretation first or should
2: well Paul let's hear let's hear yours
3: um I the the It's generally a negative connotation I kind of agree with what she said that it sounds like we'll just continue sucking the only positive thing I can think of is the song is about revenge and maybe it means that if you take some kind of revenge upon them and take matters into your own hands maybe um, um, you know uh, they've been uh, leaving with your heart in their hand and maybe you should take their heart in your hand Um, so revenge uh, lovely thing
2: so what was the particular thing?
6: Uh, well, I've just noticed that the uh, it's kind of hard to take an article seriously when it's full of, you know, just, you know, crappy analysis, bad writing, bad, you know, grammar. Their copy editor, if they even have one, sucks.
2: Did someone? Is there an article that was written about you?
6: No, there absolutely wasn't. I just, uh, I was just very disappointed to to pick up the CPJ over the past couple years and notice that it just isn't much of a paper at all. It's sort of like a. I, I love the idea of an open paper where anybody can write, but they should have you know some sort of support system of people to go back to the writers and you know have less juvenile writing going on.
2: Okay. Well, I hope you got you enjoyed your answer.
6: All
3: right.
2: Ball. Thanks Thank for calling.
3: Bye. You know, the, the song is about revenge, and the person in the song has lots of venom in them, and, and it sounds like she does too. So maybe, I mean, she really does not like that. Yeah. And And, and this particular article or the articles in general. So, you know. Yeah. Revenge can be an ugly thing, but sometimes necessary.
2: And with that, let me tell you that you are listening to the Radio 8 Ball here with Paul Plagans. We've got another half hour left with Paul, probably another three or four questions we can get in and answers. We're attracting... Paul, you you attract as much trouble as I attract. You think so? Well, no. That's saying a lot. You attract more trouble than most of our
3: guests. uh, Oh, you mean just, yes, yes. Yes. Just here.
2: You know, it looks like we, you know, we got, you almost got in a fight over God and drugs in the same.
3: I know. Well, you know, I I can be a prickly person and my songs are a bit prickly. Yeah. Do you have any other prickly, uh. Sure, I made sure there was a few prickly ones in the list. Things, anything, anything else? What was, that was song number what, by the way? That was seven. Song seven.
2: Okay. Um. Well.
3: Uh, but so, you, but you know I put a couple positive songs in there. I yeah, a few. You got one.
2: Yeah, I did. Yes. I'm still not sure if I want to go to the Paul McCartney show. Really? I don't know. I don't know. Paying for tickets—they're they're so expensive. The tickets. How they're, much? They're are probably they? like eighty bucks, something like yeah. that, or hundred bucks. You know, and you
3: I thought, know, thought you were going in Portland.
2: I was, but I'm I'm leaning against it. Yeah. I just, you know, I like Paul McCartney a, a lot. More than most people. Right. And, uh, but uh, I don't know about the tickets. Anyway, it looks like we've got a caller. Hello, caller, you're on the air. What's your handle? Please call me Bob. Our good friend Bob. Welcome back, Bob.
0: Thank you. Where
2: are you calling from? I'm
0: calling from downtown Olympia.
3: Oh.
2: You're up you're up from uh downtown Hades. Yes,
0: sir. I'm uh, up in the
2: second circle
0: now. So in the world.
2: What is your question for Radio 8 Ball, Bob? Well, my question
6: for the Radio 8 Ball is whether or not Demons should eat garlic.
2: Should demons eat garlic? Okay, pick a number between one and eight that is not two, three, or seven.
0: Eight.
2: Okay. Paul, will you play song number eight?
3: Number eight. Okay. Just changing my harmonicas here. All righty.
5: I've got a picture upon my wall I take it down and put it up again It's always staring in my direction Every time that I come walking in The conversation always gets ugly And I end up doing something I regret But I'm not crazy, it's complicated I only want what I can never get last weekend I really didn't have that much to say She made me breakfast and We had some coffee Played old records and I ran away Cause I couldn't stand it And I don't want to get you off my mind Cause Condoleezza. Condoleezza Someday I'd like to save up my money And take a rocket ship to see the moon I wouldn't pack much I'd just enjoy it Pretend it's cheese Like in an old cartoon But if I decided That I really loved it And I just had to find A way to stay I wouldn't blow it No, not this time Oh, I'd make sure I found a way to stay Cause
2: song mm. Condoleesa.
3: my headphones keep going in and out a bit or something i don't know okay.
2: okay do you still have the call? oh bob yeah that was the answer to your question should demons eat garlic okay and so uh we can have you answer first or you know we can give our interpretations
6: okay well yes when i was thinking i kept sick repeating the name of this woman, Cornelisa, and I think it's because I get really sick with eating geckos, souls, not so much eating garlic, and, uh, and moan cheese, too. Maybe I can eat moan cheese, too, because the song talks about moan
2: cheese. I see. What did you think, Paul? Um, By the way, Paul, meet Bob.
3: Hi, Bob. If I believed in, in exorcism, I would say that you needed one, if possible. But um,
0: I yeah, thank you. Oh,
3: you're welcome, welcome, Bob. I think the answer to the question would be that it it really doesn't uh, matter if a demon eats garlic or not, because they're demons and they can do what they want, and they're fairly powerful. and And uh, this song, the name of this song, reminds me of this this woman who's probably a demon although it's not specifically about her but it, it is her name and, and she's a demon, and she's in control of a lot of things and I don't think it matters if she eats garlic or not, she'll still be a demon and she'll still be in control of a lot of things
2: well yeah, I am I have to defer to the, the wisdom of the songwriter on that one so Bob, do you, you feel good about your answer? I uh, i
6: to go good luck Bob bye Bob okay good luck not getting your soul
2: eaten and you are listening to radio 8 Paul where souls get eaten every day but uh, not by us and uh, I'm here with Paul Plagans.
3: do I as, as as a as an agnostic slash atheist am I particularly vulnerable to getting my my soul eaten? Do you think, Andras? Um, I don't know. I guess it depends. Because if, I'm unconcerned with getting my soul eaten? I wonder if that makes me more... One of those things, it's... You know, are, is it,
2: uh, is the soul eater that you believe in more dangerous than the soul eater you don't believe in? It's interesting, yeah. while we're on that topic. You know, when I was down in Los Angeles, I I met this actor... Uh, named Nicholas Wirth, and I was telling him about the Radio 8 Ball, and he said, he was an older actor, and he said, you should be careful with oracles, mm. because they can be used as a tool of the defeated one. I was like, the defeated one, you know, what are you talking about? like When Samuel raised Saul, he spoke to the witch of Ector, she claimed she represented an oracle, but it was not Saul to which Samuel spoke. <laughs> he basically said that God hates oracles. He said right. that. He said that to me. God hates oracles because they can be a tool of the devil. Hmm. It made me worry for a little while, but I'm not worried. I'm not worried because I don't want to hold against anyone they've been defeated. I'm all for... I'm, I'm with the defeated. I've been defeated so many times. I might even be considered a, you know, not really the defeated one, but one of those who have been defeated occasionally.
3: And it, and it would seem for those who who um, adhere to the concept of God, why, why wouldn't the oracle be part of God?
2: How, That's what I think.
3: Why, how could something be separate from God anyway?
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why that's the, the whole duet. What's that clicking?
3: Oh, that's me. It's, it's my pick.
2: You're just, you're just fiddling around. <laughs> Fiddle about. Fiddling about. Uh, the number heres two six seven three six zero 5267 kaos You can always interrupt our conversation on contra- controversial topics by calling in and asking your question. And it looks like we have a question, or at least a caller, and let's bring him on the air. Hello, caller. What's your handle? Chris.
4: Chris, and where are you calling from? I'm calling from Eastside Street. But look, Andra, this guy in LA, I think he's—I think he could be completely legit.
2: Yeah, you think well, maybe I this, this?
4: I can't think of any instance where I've heard of an oracle described as some sort of like uh, force of good. It's always like. It, it it always falls on the dark side of you know, the the darkometer between dark and light.
2: You listen to this show, right?
4: Of course, I'm. I'm, okay. I'm your biggest fan. Right. So
2: we so we always represent the oracle as good.
4: Well, you, but, but oh. you you invented the oracle, the pop oracle. I mean, come on. Of course, you're going to say it's good. But, Same people. Who I don't mean, don't I'm like talking about historically. Yeah. But
3: you're saying that the idea of an oracle just cannot be good.
4: No, I'm not saying it cannot be. I'm saying like I can't think of, and you can prove me wrong through you know some sort of like. Well, I remember in that certain Socrates play, but normally, you know, the oracle isn't that like the oracle at Delphi. Yeah. Like they they held people over poisonous gases and they saw visions and stuff. But I, it's not good.
2: Yeah, well, you never know. Those po- they call them poisonous gases now. <laughs> and say holding now, but at the time it was just like a back rub and some, you know, some uh hash smoke. Anyway, do you have a question, Chris?
3: Sure. How many songs do you have left? No. Four. We have, right, Andras?
2: Yeah, two, three, seven, and eight have been chosen. So you have one, four, five, and Okay,
4: six. here's the question. Has this... Um
2: has this search gone on long enough? Has this search gone on long enough? Yeah. Wait, what's your what number of song? Do you two. No, we already picked two. Two, three, seven, and eight have been chosen. So one, four, five, or six? Six. Okay. Here comes song number six from Paul. Play When the song's over, we'll help you figure out what it means. Okay, thanks. Here it comes.
3: Just uh, getting ready here harmonica and the capo.
5: Here we go. You might be a little better than the rest I wouldn't know, I'd only second guess You might give me something I could really use Like an asterisk or two-tone rubber shoe Oh, let's take the freeway to the stars Try and get there in this beat-up, love-sick car And if I bought you all the things you didn't like Would you lock them up or tie them to a kite? Once upon a time I never had a doubt That the truth-tellers would surely be found out Oh, let's take a freeway to the stars Try and get there in this beat-up, lovesick car And if they took down all the power lines one night Would the animals all wake up in a fright? Once upon a time I never had a doubt that the truth tellers would surely be found out. Oh, can we take that freeway to the stars? We'll try and get there in this beat up love sick car. Love sick car. And I've got a monogram edition for the yacht. Twice as big and twice as loud as what you got. So don't you worry about the mess that Mama made. It's kind of sticky, but it's only lemonade. Oh, let's take a freeway to the stars. I think we'll get there in this beat-up lovesick
2: car. And the name of that song?
3: Lovesick Car.
2: Lovesick Car.
3: Car. I I repeated two lines. uh, uh,
2: That's the way it happens. That's something happened. Maybe they're they're important lines. And, caller, what was your handle again? Chris. Chris so you the question was how long should the search continue or how long
4: yeah and do you want to take the first one or do you want me to come back at the end what,
2: if you have something that's, that you're, you okay, really I'll want to share you. but we can you know. I
4: think that it said the search is over but the search it never ends right because that beat up loves the just it seems like You know, every stone unturned, no stone un, no stone. Every turn unstoned, no stone unturned. Anyway. Okay. The one thing that kept coming back was that the truth tellers will be revealed. What was that? Is that the line?
3: That's the line I accidentally said twice.
4: Yep. Yes. So that's what I like, Andres. I think that you're. You're my you're my thing I look forward to all week long. But that oracle thing, I, I got to say, I think it's kind of bullshit.
3: <laughs> the truth tellers will surely be found out.
4: Yeah, you're found out.
3: Yeah,
2: you think so?
4: I think your own oracle revealed you.
3: Oh, well, that's
2: there's no doubt about that. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. But I that's what I think is that's the power of the oracle.
4: But do you think it's like, is there a certain element of hokum in it?
2: Um, no, no, I don't, actually, I, I think that this is, uh, like, isn't, actually, that's one of the things that I enjoy about it, is it's actually pretty free of hokum.
4: Uh, but you were saying this guy in LA told you that, like, watch out for oracles, beware. Yeah. And then, you know, this, this drunk guy calls in, and he's like, you know, I think that that guy was right. And then the song, that song number six turned out to be, like, the guy, the truth tellers,
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Eg, Oracle will be found out, and then boom, it's right back on you, Andres.
2: Yeah, no, I, but I, I
4: and I've never logged on to your oh. hate site or whatever oh, that is. No. Uh, you know, I hate Jones dot because I love Andres Jones, but I gotta tell you,
2: oh, there's no doubt that I will be revealed. You know, you're uh, revealed. Yeah, yeah, I. You're
4: making it up.
2: Well, no. That's but I'm not. The, this is randomly happening. So the truth teller is being revealed by the oracle, and that's the power of the oracle. And I think that's I mean that's I mean that's what I would get out of it is that you know yes the truth tellers because how can you talk you know it's funny I mean this is how I how I think is it pretty much anything you can speak isn't really the whole truth because you know life is all about paradox and contradiction and so yeah the truth anyone who claims to be telling the truth is leaving out the truth that can't be spoken. So, they're always going to be, hoist. you know, they're always going to be revealed for the, you know, we will always be revealed for the charlatans we are, Uh and then, you know, and in, in that revelation, we see what kind of charlatans we are. Are we charlatans who are continuing to learn and who are students, or are we charlatans who claim to have the final answer? You
4: know. Did you ever watch that movie Deconstructing Harry at the Woody Allen? No, oh, I
2: love it. It's my form, it's one of my favorite Where he's talking
4: about he's talking to his therapist and he realizes that he's he's like he gets to make the story up for the therapist. Mhm. Isn't I mean that's what all your callers are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. They get to choose the details to include, the details not to include.
2: Yeah. I think it's most actually to me I think even though with, that this interaction is really powerful, I think that the real the the really interesting thing is for people who listen and may not even call, but listening to the whole show from the standpoint of seeing what questions of yours come up and get answered in the interplay between the callers and the questions and do, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah,
4: I mean that's what your training that's where your training comes in, Andres. Yeah, um, you're always you're. You're thinking about like what could come up, or like the ironies or paradoxes of life, and you got to be ready for it.
2: Oh yeah, that's yeah. what this is. That really, that's what it, this is. This is Radio Eight Ball for me is training for reacting to life. And so all let's the...
4: get back to the question okay. and the song. So yes, there, the, there was, seemed to be something down. in the song that the mother. The, the, it was something passed down from uh, parents. I think in the song, is the musician in the studio? Yeah,
3: yeah.
4: Isn't there some line about the the mother teaches you something? Or?
3: No, um, don't you worry about the mess that mama made. It's kind of sticky, but it's only lemonade.
4: That's what I was thinking. Because isn't your dad like a psychotherapist or something? Mine? My yeah.
2: dad was, yeah.
4: And so, like, is this whole mess, this sticky thing that got passed down to you and you just can't? It's like quicksand you can't get out of, or what what's
2: the deal? um it's interesting this the show is the the light is so firmly focusing on me throughout the show uh I don't know I don't know about that uh, i i uh, i don't I wouldn't think of it that way I wouldn't think I wouldn't look at it as quicksand I wouldn't look at it as more as the loving embrace of destiny.
3: I think you're looking at specific lines in the song where I think I think the overall. Uh, message in the song is that yes, the search should continue absolutely. The idea of the song is like you're trying to get to the stars and you're not in something that NASA built you're in a beat up lovesick car but you're still trying to get to the stars which is completely futile maybe but the point is you're still doing it. Yeah, absolutely the search should still go on.
2: That's what I got.
3: And also the the line about uh, the truth tellers will be surely found out. It's not the liars will be found out it's the truth tellers will. It's a paradox. And actually, I have to credit Oscar Wilde with that line, not me. I lifted it, and I think his exact wording was, um, uh, "Those who tell the truth will surely be found out," which, is, <laughs> which is a paradox. That's and, great. And it's like, and so I have to come into the defense of Andros Jones here. Imagine that, mm. Andros, and and say that that um, you know, it, it, you know, he's obviously making. He's a clever man, Oscar Wilde, but. Even those who tell the truth will be ridiculed for telling the truth because so much of uh, what we believe in in society and the construction of our civilization is based on lies so
4: ah that's great, but where hmm. does the guy in l a figure in because he was warning you he was he was yeah. was, he, was he warning you that you'll be ridiculed or that you know that
2: I thought about it a lot, but you know what I think is just that you know I think that there is I'm not worried about. The defeated one or the devil but i do think that with when you're putting yourself out there here on, on a show like this and especially when you're dealing with people's lives there is an element of power involved and wanting to use it wisely and being careful to like keep your own eat you know for me as an advice you know where where what it made me question for a while was think about how i could be more conscious of the ways that i am using radio eight ball for, the good, you know, not the for good the good. Pussy. Yeah, for whatever. <laughs> keep the, uh, keep the... Did uh, you
4: read Miss Lonely Hearts?
2: Yes, I have read Miss Lonely Hearts. Man. Yeah. It's, it's,
4: do you ever feel like you're just exhausted with the caller, so you're like, oh, I'm tired of, like, trying to think of an answer, so I recommend suicide?
2: No, no, I
4: never do. You've but never come to that no. that level?
2: But actually, we need to that we need to wrap this call up because we're right up at the end of the hour. Sorry. But thanks a lot. Dude, this Thank has you. been a very uh, very informative call.
4: I'll talk to you later.
2: Bye. And uh, yeah, you're listening to Radio 8 Paul. I'm sorry to the caller who's been trying to get through. You'll have to call back. This is why I, what I say happens. You, you, people need to call early in the show. But uh, Paul.
3: Yeah.
2: We're here at the end. What do you, what, what do you think about your Radio 8 Paul experience? This has been a, definitely an interesting show.
3: Yes it has, I not, like
2: it Not the usual Radio 8 Ball show, but then there isn't really, really a usual Radio 8 Ball show That's what's so great about this format uh, Do you have any shows that you have coming up you want to tell people about?
3: Um, I don't really have any shows at the moment
2: you getting blacklisted?
3: Yeah, for, you know, things I say on opium, you know
2: um, um, he's talking about the opium list. The
3: it's, opium list. Yes.
2: He, Paul doesn't do any any drugs. No
3: opium. Um, I I I I I do play in in a in a duet that does a lot of cover songs, and we are going to play at uh, at, a, at a at a bar in Lacey called Pints and Quartz on Saturday. No, actually, and I think I might be playing actually Halloween at Water Street Cafe. Oh, cool. Yes.
2: Well, thanks a lot for being on the air. We really appreciate having you here. And I hope you can come back again sometime. Thanks, Maybe you and Scott. Yeah. The Popsicles. Tammy, you have anything you want to shout out before we go? Oh, we can hear you. It was an interesting show, especially the God slash horror. I wish I jumped in. I thought that was kind
6: of fascinating. Maybe
2: next week. Okay. Cool. Well, Thanks a lot, Paul Plagans. Safe travels. Thanks and thanks to all of you who called in. You can always listen to, check out Radio 8 Ball online at radio8ball.com. We can get your answer, uh, questions answered 24-7. We'll be back next Tuesday from 6 to 8. Don't know who the musical guests will be, but I'm sure they'll be great, or we'll have something else to do. And good night.
1: Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. I hope I'll be back next week with a new episode. Until then, I hope you'll check out my new podcast, The World is Wrong, an extremely positive podcast where my co-host Brian Connolly and I talk about films the world is wrong about. On this week's show, coming out on September 1st, we'll be discussing Lee Daniels' The Paperboy. And with that, I'm out. Until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle.